0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم التاسع الله عنه قال I think to save on time you will be reading one part I, I explain straight away instead of the whole hadith because we have very little time بن الله بعمل الله عليه. بسم الله الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد. We praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his family, his companions, and all those that follow the right path until the day of resurrection. This hadith is reported by Muad bin Jabal, عنه, one of the younger sahaba of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He says, he asked the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, saying, Ya Rasulallah, Oh, messenger of Allah, show me something which is going to allow me to enter paradise and also something which is going to keep me away from the hellfire. Ya Rasool Allah, show me a kind of work, amal, that is going to keep me away from the hellfire and something which will... Uh, allow me to enter Jannah <laughs> Rasulullah <laughs> sallallahu wasallam, said to him Laqad sa'alta An azimin. You've asked about something great Something very very important Wa innahu And this issue Is easy For the person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Makes it easy for There are Two things we need to note here. Firstly, Mu'adh asks about what to do in order to enter paradise and in order to be saved from the fire. And this was the way of the companions of the Messenger. They were much more concerned about Jannah and Jahannam than about issues that had to do with with dunya. Today when a person asks about a certain kind of dhikr that is supposed to be said, or a certain kind of dua which is supposed to be made after salah or before salah, usually they're interested in dhikr or dua which is going to improve their livelihood in the world. There are very few people that want du'a or dhikr that has to do with jannah or jahannam. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, النَّاسِ مَنْ فِي الدُّنْيَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنْ خَلَاقِ فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ النَّارِ In this ayah, Allah divides people into two groups. People whose passion is only for the dunya. They're only interested in issues that will improve their livelihood in the dunya. And there are people whose interest is the livelihood of the hereafter. We should seek more to learn the ad'iyah or the kinds of work which will make Jannah easy for us and protect us from the hellfire. If today we said, if you give Sodaqa so much, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save you from the hellfire. Very, very few people will give that Sodaqa. But if you said, if you give Sodaqa so much, then within... One year or two years, Allah is going to give you so much money, everyone is going to give that sadaqah. That's why it's very common, I think you've seen messages, strings of messages that come to your phones or uh, uh, Facebook, if you say uh, uh, this dua so many times and pass it on to 100 people, then all your problems will be solved within one week. You've seen those? If you pass it on to 100 people, then all your problems will be solved within one week. I've never seen one that came to my phone and said, if you forward this to 100 people, you will enter Jannah. Because no one is interested in that. People are much more interested in your problems will be solved. The issue which is troubling you today, in fact, this is a message from a guard in the haram. His name is Abdullah. He slept and he dreamt that Rasulullah sallallahu said If you forward this to 100 people Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take away all their problems And people will forward it But if you say Jannah, no one is interested Billah alaykum Let's be frank uh, And this includes my, myself How many of us make dua earnestly to Allah And even cry to Allah for Jannah just just Jannah. The majority of us, if you see people humbling themselves in dua and raising their hands, they're asking for dunya. If you see someone slaving the whole night, doing a certain kind of tasbih, it's for the dunya. But Mu'adh radiallahu anhu was asking for amal, a kind of work which would attain him Jannah. And Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam said, You've asked about something great, something important. Meaning the other things are of less importance. This is the most important thing. I want to go back to the hadith of Mu'adh himself, and the majority of you will remember this hadith. When this Arabi comes to the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi and says, Ya Rasulallah, ana la uhsinu la daidana to Mu'adh. I don't know these fancy phrases of yours and the fancy phrases of Mu'adh. These words that you speak, your du'as, you know, Rasulullah would make du'a and the du'a is concise and nice and straight to the point and glorification. He says, I don't know all those things. Rasulullah said, If you don't know how to make du'a, he said, I don't know how to make du'a. You know, some people are fluent naturally, others are not fluent. If you ask someone, okay, make du'a in English, not, not in Arabic, a language you can't speak. In English, okay, forget about English. In your mother tongue, make du'a in, in Bemba. Find someone doesn't know. He can't. Uh, yeah, Allah, um, Allah, you know everything. Yeah, Allah, you, you don't know what to say. And that's true. Try it one day. In front of people and say, okay, make du'a for us. Say in Arabic, no, 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 not in Arabic, in your, in your mother tongue, make dua, ask Allah. Uh, Bismillah, rahman, Rahim, Ya Allah, uh, Ya Allah, yeah, you know everything that, that we need. Because we, the majority of us are not good at that. So this Arabi came to the Messenger and said, Ya Rasool Allah, for me, I'm not good at all this. Asking some people, even if you say, wake up in the latter part of the night and ask Allah, you find, you ask Allah. Less than one minute, and after that, you have nothing to say. Less than one minute. Allah, for me, the problems are many. The problems are many. You know them yourself, inshallah. But you find someone, someone will ask uh, 30 minutes. He keeps talking. He's talking to Allah and explaining his, his, his problems. That's an art, isn't it? Certain people can do it. Other people cannot do it. So this Arabi says, for me, I, I can't manage these things. I don't know what to say. No. Rasulullah said to him, then what do you say? If you don't know what to say to Allah in dua, then what do you say? He said, for me, I just say, Ya Allah, give me jannah, and Ya Allah, protect me from the fire. That's all I can manage. It's all I say. And Rasulullah said to him, وَنَحْنُ and even for us, everything we say is just about that. We speak fancy words and many things, but the bottom line is, that's all we're asking for. We only ask for Jannah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the fire. That's it. There's, there's nothing more. So Mu'adh asks about something to take him to Jannah, and Rasulullah ﷺ says, sa'alta an This is the greatest thing you've asked for. You didn't ask for something to, to multiply your money. You didn't ask for something to make your wealth grow. You didn't ask for something worldly. This is the most important thing. وَإِنَّهُ لَيَسِيرٌ And this is very easy. For the person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for. <laughs> Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The words of the Messenger Sallallahu where he says, this is easy for the person that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has decided to grant ease. Simply mean, there is nothing that's easy until Allah makes it easy. Nothing is easy. This, this is a du'a, popular dua of the Messenger Sallallahu Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla Oh Allah, there is nothing easy except what you've decided to make easy. So before you embark on anything, anything, whether salah or zakat or any kind of ibadah, you have to know only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make it easy for you. And you have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy before you start. Because on your own you cannot manage. Only Allah is able to make easy, I mean something easy for anyone. Allah ta'ala has said, فَأَمَّا مَنْ أَعْطَى وَاتَّقَى وَصَدَّقَ بِالْحُسْنَى فَسَنُ Lil Yusra, Man the one who gives. Wa and he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasadaka bil husna, That is the key. Fasanu Yassiru we're going to make easy for him. Lil Yusra, easy things. An easy life. Easy ibadah. وَأَمَّا مَنْ As for the one who is stingy, وَاسْتَغْنَى and he thinks himself self-sufficient. He thinks he can do it on his own. What is Allah going to do for him? Lil Usra. For him, we make easy for him the path to difficulty. So if you think you can do it on your own, Allah is going to make it very difficult for you to prove that on your own you can't do it. You need Allah. Everything you embark on, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for barakah. Ask Allah to make that particular act easy. That's why I always recommend istihara in all actions in life. Istikhara is important. Many people have not known the importance of istihara. Istikhara means to to seek Allah's guidance in whatever you want to do. Don't think this is too small for me to ask for guidance, especially in issues like issues of investment, issues of marriage. You have to seek Allah's guidance. If you think you have the, the experience to see with your own eyes which woman is the right woman for you, and you think you can do it on your own without Allah's guidance, you will be very, very surprised. Rasulullah says, when one of you wants to do something which is important, let him pray two rakats other than the two uh, I mean, two other than the salah which is faridah. meaning this two has to be nafilah. Then, when he prays the Torah Kaats, let him say, Allahumma inni astakhiruka bi ilmika, wa astakadiruka bi wa as aluka min fadlika alimi, fa inna kata alamu wa le alamu, wa taqdiru wa le aqdiru wa anta alamu When he prays the Torah, he says, Ya Allah, I seek your guidance in this issue. Because you know things which I do not know. And you are able to do things which I am not able to do. And you know all the things which are hidden. Ya Allah, if this issue is good for me in this world, and also good for my religion, and also good for me in the hereafter, Make it easy for me. Make it easy for me to achieve it. And then put barakah in it for me. But if this issue is not good for me in this world, and not good for my religion, and not good for my hereafter, then take it away from me. I do not want it near me. And then give me something better and put barakah. In that thing if you're sincere you think Allah would would leave you to go and and make a wrong decision you asked him you consulted him officially and Allah is going to guide you and there is something you need to know about istikhara some people think when you make istikhara then after that you you meet an angel and the angel says the istikhara you made this is the answer to the istikhara it doesn't work like that Or they wait for a dream. They think when you make istikhara, then you sleep. (coughs) Then in the dream, the angel comes and says, here now is the answer to your istikhara. Allah, Allah doesn't, doesn't answer istikhara like that. He either makes it impossible for you to do that particular issue. When it becomes too difficult, you can't do it. You know Allah has answered the istikhara. And this is not the right thing for me. Or Allah makes it extremely easy. Very, very easy, and your mind is just inclined towards that particular issue. You know, Allah has answered the istihara in your favor. But most of the things we do every day, we do them without consultation. These things are only easy when Allah makes it easy for you. Even something simple, straightforward. You know the price of something. You know this is sold at 100 kwacha. When we take it to another place, it's sold at 700 kwacha. That's simple, straightforward, isn't it? You should just go and buy. 100 kwacha, selling at 700 kwacha. You should make a lot of money. But you know what happens? Go, go and buy. You try to buy. It's 100 kwacha where you're buying and 700 kwacha where you're supposed to sell. But just, there's just something you didn't foresee that simply goes wrong. Am I lying? Have you never seen in your, uh, in your lives straightforward business that you think, now we are going to make the money? You know, nothing stands in our way. It's tikhara for what? Consulting what? This is straightforward. And you find it's wrong. So whatever issue you want to undertake, ask Allah. <laughs> and Allah is going to make it uh, easy. Then the messenger, sallallahu said after that, these are basics, the pillars of Islam, and Rasulullah explains them because obviously, definitely, if, if a person, obviously he's going to mention many more things after this, but these are basics. If you're missing one of the five pillars of Islam, you can't go to Jannah. You get my point? If you're missing the five pillars of Islam, you can't go to Jannah. It's like a person comes to you and says, "Uh, nowadays I'm, I'm experiencing... Uh, lack of Iman, you know my Iman is completely gone and I need advice from you on how I can I can improve my, my Iman, please show me something that I can do in order to improve my Iman. What what advice do you give them, uh, 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 Mamadou? What, what advice? Their the Iman is gone, they want to improve their Iman, give them advice, what advice? They need to pray. Uh, to pray what? Salah, five times Salah uh fast when they need to fast tell them the basics first okay the basics first you're complaining about iman do you pray five times a day yeah no sometimes and uh, go and pray five times a day first of all after you've prayed five times a day you give zakat you do everything that is supposed to be done then we can we can talk about something else how can i tell you just be when you don't pray five times a day you say ah is that the problem you have Okay, make tasbih uh, 1000 times and uh, subhanallah 100 times. This man doesn't pray, that's, that's where the problem is. Before we get to tasbih, let's get to the basics first of all. Five times a day first of all, do you pray? No. Do you fast Yeah. sometimes? That's, that's where the problem is. The basics are missing. And the messenger of alayhi is wise. He says for Jannah, first of all, before I talk about the bigger things, First of all, Tawheed. Do you follow Tawheed? You follow La Ilaha illallah? There's no problem. Salah five times a day? Then no problem. You give zakat? No problem. sawm so, and hajj, if, if you have the ability to, to perform hajj, then there is no problem. Then we can move on to the bigger things. Who's supposed to perform hajj? Hmm. A Muslim who is able, the one who has the, eh, eh, enough money to perform hajj, right? Some people are uh, uh, 50 years old, some are 60, 60-something. 60 so um, these people have not performed hajj. My question is, oh, from, from the time they, 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 they became mature up to the age of 65, they've never had enough money to to go to Makkah. Is is that a possibility? They've they've never had enough? Sorry? No, no, no. The majority. Something you want, something you need. There's something that is called saving. If a person begins saving, saving some money, even every year, a small amount of money... In 10 years, you can't make Hajj? No, let's all wait until Jibril comes with, with a Hajj package. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're waiting for, not so. We're waiting, Jibreel, yeah, we're waiting for Jibril to come and Jibril is going to say this money is, is specifically for Hajj. The, the other money which you have, that is not for Hajj, please. I mean, people are being unfair to you. They, yeah, they don't know your needs. How can they be talking about Hajj when you have, when you have problems at, at home? With that money, that just use it somewhere else, the Hajj package is going to come on its own. And Allah is going to write on it, this money is for Hajj. Is that going to happen? Is there specific money which Allah gives someone and says this money is specifically for Hajj? There is such money? The people who went for Hajj, which money did they use? The same money which Allah gave them, they saw, okay, I can spare some money and go for hajj. There's no package that comes from heaven and says this is the hajj uh, 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 package. So if you neglect hajj, which is an important pillar of Islam, and Rasulullah here is saying, in order for you to attain Jannah, if you neglect this important pillar of Islam, do you go to Jannah do you go to Jannah? Mm-hmm. Rasulullah of course, said a person who can manage a raḥila, someone who can find a camel or uh, a horse to go to Makkah, and the tarīq is supposed to be uh, uh, to be safe. Even in the times of jihad, Rasulullah would ask those who don't have to uh, uh, to go back because they don't have a camel. But what does Allah say in the in the Quran? Tawalla wa'ayunuhum tafiḍu min al dam'a when Rasulullah says go back, you can't go, you don't have the camels, they turn, their eyes are full of tears. Hazanan. They worried, Allah because they didn't find what to what, what, what to spend, what to go with for, for jihad. How many cried because they didn't find uh, 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 enough money to take them for, for, for Hajj? Because he is worried he didn't uh, uh, manage to go for hajj. We've just taken these things for granted. When we say someone who can manage, everyone thinks Allah said uh, uh, hajj for the rich. He said managing, just managing. Don't, it's not become rich then go for hajj. Just managing. Managing means you put together something that can take you for hajj. Let's wait. Insha'Allah, Jibril is going to come. I'm talking about Hajj, insha'Allah. For those who are uh, uh, performing Hajj this year, insha'Allah, uh, I think we need to, to create a Hajj class. For, for those going for Hajj this year, insha'Allah, we need to create a Hajj class where we're going to learn all the manasik of, of Hajj and go through them again and again before they travel for the, for the Hajj, insha'Allah. minna <laughs> wa minkum salihul amal. أقول ما تسمعون وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم وسائد المسلمين فاستغفروه فهو أهل التقوى وأهل المغفرة